Hello, everybody. Rick Manning, President of Americans for Limited Government here. You know, they went off and did it. They indicted uh, President Trump. Um, unbelievable. A lot of people uh, are just kind of shocked by it. But, you know, I, so let's talk about what this actually means, because the truth of the matter is this indictment is going to make Donald Trump much, much stronger, uh, much stronger. And so when we look at and so there was actually some a poll done by Quinnipiac um, back in, uh, let's see, March of March 23, 27, you know, ages ago, whole four days ago, um, 1,788 people. So massive quantity. Normally these polls are 800 to 1,000. So it's double the normal size of a poll. So you've got a reasonable expectation that the that the poll has a is reasonably accurate. OK, and. What this poll shows, I'm going to click over to it right now so you can see it. Um, what this poll shows is that it asks a simple question. It says, do you think this is motivated by politics? Do you think this is motivated by politics or motivated by the law? Very simple, very simple question. And 62% of the people polled said it's motivated by politics. 32% said it's motivated by law. And a very small percentage of people didn't know, okay? That's 5% didn't know, which means this is already a set idea. People have made up their mind. They said, now, and it'll be up to the up to the media, the, the left-wing media, to try to convince people that this is legitimate. Um, but recognize Donald Trump has been under attack for six years. And the, fa and the numbers show, you know, that Donald Trump amongst the same audience would probably in favorable, unfavorable, be upside down, where people would view them unfavorably than favorably. At least that's what the recent polls have shown. But when it comes to this question, this is this question is very clear. The people, the people are saying that this is motivated by politics. But it's not just that. It's really significant. When you look at it, who's saying it's mainly politics? Well, your independent voters, who are generally the ones who are haven't, they they go both ways. Um, the independent voters, 70 to 26 in terms of motivated politics. It is a, it is, that's a massive number. And remember the independent independents are effectively one third of the electorate and perhaps a little bit more. So you have a, and I don't know how they, how they sorted it in this poll, but independents are where you end up the battleground. That's where you fight over to try to get their votes. And independents have rejected this and rejected it overwhelmingly. This is terrible news for the Democrats who, who basically have longed for the, uh, for the indictment of Donald Trump on anything. They didn't care what. Um, let's look at the rest of this poll here. We're going to click on that um, because there's some interesting stuff here that I want to just point out. Um, and, and it makes the case that I need to get my head out of the way. So let me see what I need to do to get my head out of the way here. I'm going to do it this way. Okay, uh, hopefully you can see that. Maybe you can't. Um, okay, I'm just going to go back to here. Okay, when you look at this, it says mainly, you got the mainly politics, you got men, women, you got white four year college degree. Um, for now, you can see the difference white four year college degree, mainly politics 48. No, somehow it's 70. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, mainly, mainly law 48 to 24. So you have a, a split, a straight split between people who say it's mainly politics versus mainly law of people who are college educated. Those are largely Democrat voters, okay? And so you have Democrat voters and 
because Donald Trump loses amongst college educated. He wins under people with people who aren't in college, which means you are, which means essentially even Biden's core constituency, the left's core constituency is split on whether on the validity of this. Um, you look down and you then go age in years, which is astonishing. 18 to 34, that's the Democrats' core constituency. Mainly politics, 69%. Mainly law, 24%. Three to one, almost three to one, people who are 18 to 34 say this is nothing more than political garbage. 35 to 49, 63 to 34. Mainly, mainly, mainly politics over mainly law. 50 to 64, 61 to 35. So, and then 65 plus, 55, 39. So interestingly, um, the older you get, the more likely you're to believe it's mainly law. And the younger you are, the more likely you are to believe it's mainly politics. But the fact is, there's still at least a 1.5 to 1 uh, advantage under at any age group about it being mainly politics. Men believe it's mainly politics much more than women do. 68% believe it's mainly politics men, white men. 57% mainly politics women. Um, but let's look at the at what you know blacks and Hispanics are, are how they're viewing it. We put out a piece today. Americans for Limited Government put out a piece. I guess we're putting it out on Monday um, that shows how um, the black vote has is begin has really slid away from the Democrats quite a bit. Um, it's not it's not enough to to where you can sit there and say the that anybody's going to win the black vote. Um, on the Republican side, but it's a significant slippage. And so you look for that on Monday. But the, and we've done some other articles to this effect, but this kind of a, kind of solidifies that. Blacks view this as fit, mainly politics, 55 to 39. Hispanics, mainly politics, 60 to 35. The Hispanic figure is really important because Hispanics here, when you look at particularly the number of people who have recent ties to um, countries in Central America and other unstable uh, let's call them unstable uh, countries where there's where politics is uh, basically whoever is in power throws the people who are not in power in jail. That's a history that they left. That's a history that they that has been rejected by a large part of the Hispanic community, and they want they don't and they recognize this for what it is. And so you look at this and you say, wait a second here, these guys have a massive problem. And they have a massive problem with this. And that is a from a political perspective. So I didn't just put as the title of this, Trump prosecution makes him stronger, um, just because I wanted it to be so. This is the these are the numbers that that tell you it is. And I wanted you to know this because I want you to have hope that America, that America sees this for what it is. You won't find this on MSNBC, you won't find it on CNN, you won't find it on your nightly news. You're not gonna find it there. But people see beyond this. People see behind, see what's happening with this. People know what they know garbage from non-garbage. Um, I'm going to switch and just go to what Donald Trump said because I think this is important because his official statement is uh, is significant on this. And he he identifies it that his first line: "This is political persecution, election interference at the highest level in history." From the time I came down the golden escalator at Trump Tower, and even before I was sworn in as your president of the United States, the radical left Democrats, the enemy of the hardworking men and women of the country, have engaged in a witch hunt to destroy the Make America Great Again movement. Movement. You remember it just like I do. Russia, Russia, Russia. Mueller hoax. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax. 
impeachment hoax two, impeachment hoax one, impeachment hoax two, the illegal and unconstitutional Mar-a-Lago raid, and now this. The Democrats have lied, cheated, and stolen in their obsession with trying to get Trump, but now they're doing the unthinkable, indicting a completely innocent person in an act of blatant election interference. Never before in our nation's history has this been done. The Democrats have cheated countless times over the decades, including spying on my campaign, but weaponizing our judicial justice system to punish a political opponent who just so happens to be a president of the United States and by far the leading Republican candidate for president has never happened before, ever. Okay, so Martin Manhattan DA Alva Bragg, who was handpicked and funded by George Soros, is a disgrace. Rather than stopping the unprecedented crime wave taking over New York City, he's doing Joe Biden's dirty work, ignoring the murders and burglaries and assaults he should be focused on. This is how Bragg spends his time. Okay, so, and then he talks about how he believes it's going to backfire. The point is, this is Donald Trump's response. His response is exactly right. His, his response is, is truthful. It, it goes to the heart of what's actually happening. And that is that this is an assault on American principles. I'm going to remind people that Joe Biden, on a number of occasions, in through both during the campaign for president in 2020, and during the and prior to the 2022 election, has made a big deal about talking about the soul of America, and it's a battle for the soul of America. He keeps saying that, and he, he says it with real conviction, and he says it with real conviction because that's what he means. He actually means that this is a battle for the soul of America, and it's the only thing he said that I think is true. This is a battle for the soul of America. But it's not a battle that's going to be fought on, on battlefields. It's a bat battle that's fought for the hearts and minds of Americans. And what these initial polls show is that the battle for the soul of America by the left that wants to impose its will through, through weaponizing the judicial system is rejected by a, by a large percentage of Americans. It's not a 51-49 thing. This is a two-to-one rejection of the weaponization and quite honestly, if you took Donald Trump out of it and you put any other person into the same circumstance, I believe the rejection is four to five to one. So understand, in a battle for the soul of America, the Biden administration and their cohorts at the New York District, District Attorney's Office, the, the radical left prosecutors that have been elected across the country by with the money of George Soros, their, their actions are, and particularly as it relates to this political action, are completely and, and reject rejected by the people. That is good news. This is a snapshot of where we are in America at a time of crisis. And the people reject political prosecutions. They see it for what it is, and they say, no, we don't want this in America. This is not where America is. And so in the battle for the soul of America, there's much hope because the people can see through the garbage and see it for what it is in spite of all the indoctrination, in spite of all the money that's spent, in spite of all the time that's spent for over the six or seven years demonizing Donald Trump, they see it for what it is. They see it as nothing more, nothing less than political persecution. And that's what it is. We've seen time and time again, the Department of Justice under Donald Trump engage in political persecution of Donald Trump and his, and his allies and under Joe Biden engaged in political persecution of Donald Trump and his allies. We see the disparate, the disparate application of justice time and again. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about that in a, in a future video, but, um, but we see 
one of the things we see, and Katie Britt from Senator from Alabama brought this up, the pro she had Merrick Garland, AG, in front of her committee, and she asked him some simple questions about, well, gee, why she discovered an actual memo that instructed the marshals who were guarding the Supreme Court justices' homes to tell them not to arrest people who were there illegally protesting, illegally trying to intimidate the ju judges. That's illegal under federal law. By the way, it's, a, it's the same federal law. Um, it, it's one of the federal laws that we were talking about yesterday when it came to the, um, the case with Jacob Chansley um, in terms of intimidating, uh, trying to intimidate the law, law enforcement judges. So it's uh, interestingly, they are not enforcing that law against pro protesters and others who are, who are attempting to intimidate the Supreme Court over, over the Dobbs decision. And we'll talk about that tomorrow and I'll show you and I'll show you the stuff, but um, or I'll send out, a, I'll put out a video that you'll see probably on Saturday um, on that. But the people in this battle for the soul of America are rejecting the politicization, the weaponization of our of our criminal justice system. And I think many of them are just finally figuring out what's going on in terms of this weaponization that, you know, they've been able to turn a blind eye and say, you know, that's not really real. That's not really important. That's not something that's really happening. But when you indict a former president on specious charges, it suddenly becomes real. And it suddenly becomes, what are you doing? How is this is not the country that we uh, that we uh, voted for. This is not the administration we voted for. And we reject it. And it's not just Trump supporters are rejecting it. It's people across the board. Um, David Potter in our office uh, came in and, and had, you know, mentioned that Glenn Beck, who you all know, um, who not been a big supporter of Donald Trump, came on the came on the air with a MAGA hat on, talking about how this was going to consolidate support around Donald Trump. That is 100% true. Um, before I'm going to take questions and stuff um, and, and in a second, but I want to show you something in case you haven't seen it, and then I'll take questions. So let's do this. Um, The Russia collusion hoax. President Trump has just been impeached on both Article The only president of the United States to be impeached for a second January time. January 6th committee releasing its final 845-page report. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted. Remember this. Nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. Following your convictions means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. This is a party that wants an outsider badly. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. You must keep pushing forward. Never, ever give up. There'll be times in your life you'll want to quit, you'll want to go home. I can't do it. I can't do it. Just never quit. You will build a future 
Will we have the courage to chase our dreams no matter what the cynics and the doubters have to say? You will have the confidence to speak the hopes in your hearts and to express the love that stirs your souls. And you will have the faith to replace a broken establishment with a government that serves and protects the people. But they're not coming after me, they're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way. And I always will stand in their way. And that was Donald Trump's response. An aspirational response, a response that calls us to the higher principles of this country. One that doesn't whine, doesn't complain, but explains what's at stake and talks about the fundamental principles and the soul of America. I played it so you can see it. This is not an endorsement of Donald Trump for president, although I think that this action is going to make it pretty clear that Donald Trump's going to be the Republican nominee for president. But let's just be clear. This is not about Donald Trump. This is about America. This is about who we're going to be. What country are we leave behind for the next generation? Will it be a country that believes in equal protection under the law? Will it be a country where political persecution is not tolerated? Will it be a country that believes that we have equal protection under the law? Or will it be a country where your political the law is determined by who wins elections? And those who are persecuted, if you lose an election, the stakes are much higher because your freedom and life could be on the line and when you lose. Is that, what kind of country are we going to be? And the country that we're becoming, the country that we are being led to by this Department of Justice and the weaponized intelligence services is not a country that our founding fathers would be proud to have founded. In fact, it is a country they would recognize they would recognize that country as virtually every other country in the world that they said, no, we're not going to be that. We're going to be something different. We're going to be a country of laws. We're going to be a country, not of men. We're going to have a country where it's the consent of the governed and that the government works for the people, not vice versa. That's the country that our founders founded and that we have to preserve. Getting frustrated, getting upset, walking away, crawling up in a ball, saying it's, we, we can't do anything, lets the other side win. Join us, Americans for Limited Government, in the fight to restore our constitutional principles and restore and win the battle for the soul of America. It is found in the Declaration of Independence and in the first words of the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. We hold these words to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, among these life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's the soul of America. And when Joe Biden stands before Independence Hall 
and talks about the soul of America. And in the say in that speech, attacks the very DNA of this country that was written in that Independence Hall. We have to reject we have to reject that, but we have to reject it lawfully, and we have to do it in a way which forever puts this stain on our country to rest, and that those people who put who endorse the stain, who used the had the map who had the actual brush that put the stain on the country, that they're never allowed to have power again. We have to defend our country. We have to win the ballot box. We have to be able to ensure that the ballot box is fairly counted. And because if we do not, the soul of our country will be irretrievably lost. And I, Rick Manning, am not willing to have the legacy of my generation to be the generation that lost America. Join us in the fight. You can go to get you can go to Americans for Limited Government, go to dailytorch.com and subscribe, get our get what we send out every day, take action when we send out the take actions, but be part of the team and share this video if you feel inclined. It really is important. We have to get people engaged in a way that they've never been engaged before. I'm gonna look at it, I'm gonna answer about five. Um, okay, um, Lana Elpener donated and praying for President Trump. So this is a, so she went to Donald, Donald Trump. Donald Trump's raising a ton of money on this, by the way. And that's not a bad thing. Um, Anita Palmer, I assume it's not Palmer, Anita. Anita Palmer, good dogs. Um, witch hunt, yeah. Well, we've seen nothing but a witch hunt for the last, five or six years. And remember, the Mueller investigation even came came out and said, no, there's nothing there in terms of the Russia collusion. And in fact, their whole, their whole intent was trying to trap Donald Trump on obstruction of justice charge, which they failed. Um, let's go to, I'm glad that people are seeing the indictment Trump is in, imitate, is, uh, is imitation. Um, it's a, it certainly is illegitimate. And I think it's a, and, you know, but once again, as the drumbeat comes from the left and is put through the, the mirrors of the, uh, of a establishment controlled media, don't be surprised if you start seeing some numbers slip because that's what they're going to be targeting people hard. We have to keep the drumbeat alive amongst our circles of influence about why in America we don't prosecute and persecute our former officials. If Donald Trump had done something which was stealing millions of dollars from the government, taking money from a foreign country and funneling money from a foreign country into bank accounts of, my, of his family and friends, and had been actively involved in, in building a in build, building his own wealth at the extent of the country, that's that's basically you know that would be prosecutable. That'd be impeachable. There's nothing he did that was impeachable. And it just showed the simple fact that when Donald Trump was elected in 2016, I'll never forget that on the inauguration, inauguration day, January 20th, 2017, on the front page of the Washington Post, where they hired just hired 100 reporters to investigate Trump, the front page said, the resistance starts now. 
the same group of establishment foofs who demand that we kneel to uh, election results, which, you know, that we accept, you know, we have to accept Joe Biden as president, no matter what, never accepted George, or Donald Trump as president, never did. And that's why they impeached him twice. That's why they had multiple special counsels. That's why they still have a special counsel. And it's all garbage because the one thing they fear most is having their little their toy taken away from them and they and the joining of the the big business with big government and the interlocking of big business and big government that shuts out the people they're going to fight like crazy to protect their their interests is up to us to make certain that we restore america to a place where individual liberty is paramount um let's see here what else we have Betsy, uh, hopefully this will open more eyes about um, Democrat socialists trying to make America into, you know, I think it does. I think there's shock value to it. And Betsy, I hope so too. Um, the Democrat socialists have, uh, have been running amok. And, you know, I, I think Antifa is their, is their military wing. So yeah, they've been running amok. And, and I just, once again, that's why I keep harping on soul of America and, and, I'll just tell you guys something that, that nobody, not even my staff knows. Um, I've been working with Star Parker to try to do an update on the Donald Trump book. This one. Let's see. This book. Okay. Necessary noise. And we're going to do an update. And I don't know if we're going to end up getting it done or not. But I wrote the, the, first, the first piece of it to, that updates it was, is exactly on the theme, the soul of America. And that's what, and so, yeah, this is a battle. And, and I just want to let you know that we're there, we're going to be there fighting the whole way, but we need you to be fighting alongside us. With that, I'm going to sign off. I appreciate everybody who came on here and everybody who, uh, who shared thoughts and just keep praying for the country and don't back down. And please share this broadcast if you feel inclined. With that, I'm going to sign off. Thank you very much. And we'll talk to you on Monday.